try to catch my breath running up the steps. Testing one, two, three on my mic. Testing one, two, three on my mic. Testing one, two, three on my mic. I'm Todd Meisner. I'm Todd Welbert. And I'm Paul Coletti. And we're talking pictures. And uh, everybody, this is a momentous occasion for us. For the people who have listened to the six podcasts that we have done so far, our guests have come via walking in the door. But today (laughs) we have the incomparable Brian Ray on the phone from Iowa City. Brian, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm good. Brian, why don't you tell everybody what it is you do? I am the staff photographer for the University of Iowa Athletic Department. So basically, I am responsible for all 24 of our sports shooting images for basically anything they need. Media guides, editorial work, posters, billboards, the whole works. And how, you, now you were born in Davenport, weren't you? I grew up in Davenport, yeah. I'm graduated from Davenport Central High School. Davenport Central High School. So from Davenport Central High School, how did you end up in this gl- the glamorous life of a University of Iowa photographer? I, uh, I started working for the high school paper in Davenport there, um, then applied for a Daily Island scholarship here in Iowa City at the university. Um, always wanted to go to the university. Did not get the scholarship, but uh, did get a job. Uh, offered to me um, the summer before my freshman year um, working for the Daily Iowa. Um, did that all through school and then uh, did uh, two internships at the Cedar Rapids Gazette. Uh, was fortunate enough to get on there as a staff photographer um, and then moved up the ranks there to uh, what they were calling the senior visual journalist um, after we went through some restructuring and whatnot. So I was running the photo staff was uh, at the Gazette for 15 years and then but lucky enough, when uh, the athletic department decided to uh, hire their own photographer, they didn't have one for many years, or ever, um, until uh, I was hired, um, was lucky enough to get this job. How, uh, Brian, I'm a little, you, I don't know that I'm curious necessarily, but the amount of work that it sounds like you must do seems daunting. Everything from action at games to posters and media guides and press conferences I mean, it's. I, I think that we shoot a lot of variety for a newspaper. I how does how does what you did working for newspapers compare, kind of workload wise, to where you are now at the university? Um, I would say I, I work more now. I work more hours now. Um, I, I was I was also the Iowa City photographer for the Gazette, so a lot of the stuff I was doing for them, I'm I'm doing now still, mm-hmm. um, covering games and things like that. Um, but the paper also didn't cover a lot of the sports that I do now. So volleyball games and, and yeah. some of the Olympic sports, the, the paper didn't really have an interest in. So now I'm working a lot of nights and weekends. And that's, that's been a little bit of a, a change. Um, you know, in the newspaper life, you can end up working a lot of nights and weekends as well. But yeah. I pretty much work till I, uh, all nights and weekends because that's when, that's when the games and the sports happen. Um, so I end up, I end up, I don't want to sound like I'm whining because it's the greatest <laughs> job in the world. Um, but you know, I, I spend my days in the office and then, and then during, during our seasons, I'm, I'm working at night as well. Um, covering games, which is by far the best part. How do you approach, sorry, Todd, I'll catch you. how do you approach shooting games for the university versus how you did 
when you were shooting for the newspaper? Is it basically the same? Are you looking for the same kind of image or the same kind of moment? Or do you have a, yeah. you might have a different set of goals too? I treat it almost exactly the same way. I, yeah. I shoot in a very editorial style, mm-hmm. um, trying to tell the story of the game. Um, I have had to adapt um, because my, my role was very much a PR role as well as an editorial role. So, I mean, there, there are a lot of things that we need to get, whether they be, um, you know, the special guest on the field, pregame, getting an award, or some of the stuff that I wouldn't yeah. necessarily have shot before because the newspaper really didn't have that much interest in it. Right. Um, it's stuff that I have to make sure that I get now. Um, one, of the, one of the big things, like football, um, before every game, they want a picture of the four or five, whatever, captains walking onto the field. Mm-hmm. So every game I have to shoot the captain, and that's just you know it's one of those little things that they want that you know wouldn't do before, but it's something that the you know the customer being football wants. So that's right. something I do every game. But as far as the nuts and bolts of actually you know taking pictures, I treat I treat it pretty much editorially. I just try to shoot the story of the game. Obviously, you're not going to see you know a picture of our quarterback getting picked off. In our photo gallery. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, or. That happens or, a lot you know, as an Iowa fan. I can tell you this. Um, you know, the, we're not going to put negative stuff in our photo galleries because, in our ultimate goal is to promote the athletic department, promote our teams. So, so some of the stuff that would have been, you know, the lead cover on sports, you know, I'll still shoot those images, but you're not going to see them in our photo galleries. You're not going to. Right. We're not necessarily going to promote that stuff just because it's it doesn't go with our core mission, which is to promote the athletics as opposed to right. telling the story of the game necessarily. So that's kind of the, that's the big difference. Did that did that take getting some use getting used to because you were in the newspaper business for a long time? Um, a little bit. Um, it's just it's just self editing more than anything. You just have to step back and be like, okay, this is a great photo, but I can't use it. <laughs> <laughs> it goes it goes back to our earlier podcast about the dead bodies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a great exactly. picture of a dead yeah. body, but we can't yeah. use it. Yeah, I mean you you know, it's it's and it's very similar to spot news in that in that regard. You know, you can make wonderful pictures that don't meet your standards or your goals or however you want to put it. And so those get put into this folder, you know. You don't necessarily throw them away. You keep them for yourself. You have them, but uh, but you're just not going to promote those to the public in general because it's mm. it's not their mission. So that's that's the big difference. Hey Brian, I just had a quick question. I picked up on earlier something you sh- said you, you shoot like 28 sports. Um, I can think of like uh, four. What what are some so, of the more offbeat stuff that maybe uh, you know? Us uh, newspaper hacks wouldn't wouldn't know how to shoot a fencing match or. Todd did. Todd didn't well, go to a Big Ten school, so he doesn't know any more than four sports. <laughs> I always say we have twenty four sports. That, that that includes men's and women's. So you know, men's, um, men's cross country and women's cross country are separate sports. Men's track and women's track are separate sports. Even though you go to a track meet, both the men and the women are running. It's technically separate sports. So along with swimming, in the same way. Um, the the one sport that we have here that, that most people probably don't have any experience with is field hockey, um, because it's not big in the Midwest. It's not it's not something that you know we play in high school around here or anything, but it's incredibly fun to shoot. 
It is a really fast pace. I love I love field hockey when I was at. at, Yeah. It it was the kind of sport that when you were the I was at the Daily Iowa eons before Brian, (laughs) and um, we you'd get sent to field hockey kind of like well you're just breaking in at the daily i when you mm. get field hockey and i'm like sure i'll take field hockey it's great you just had to make sure you didn't have let the ball hit you in the ankle oh because we that yeah. was back in the day of kinnick when they played in kinnick now they've got their own fancy stadium but we played on oh, the got a, they, they got a brand new fancy stadium yeah they played on the on kinnick on the old astroturf and that ball would be moving a million miles an hour, and Ooh. the last thing you wanted to do was get hit in the ankle with a with a with a field hockey ball. Yikes. Ouch! I've never even yeah. seen it played. To to know that Iowa has its own dedicated field hockey facility is something of a surprise to me. Never even and and yeah. The other fun thing about field hockey at Iowa is you know being from a place where there's no feeder system into that, the team is really good. I mean they're 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 a national power. Wow. So it's it's fun to watch. They're a good team. They're fun to be around. So that's you know that that's probably the the one sport that you know that the gymnastics. Um, we have both men's and women's gymnastics. Um, so that was kind of a an eye opener as far as how you shoot gymnastics. That's a you know something that a lot of people don't have any experience with either. Did um does your relation you know you sound kind of like you have more of a relationship with the teams than you did as a photojournalist uh, covering them for the paper? Oh, most definitely. I mean, working working in the building, you see all the athletes coming and going. Um, spend a lot of time with them because we do some behind the scenes stuff, and that's actually one of my goals is to is to on the Instagram feed and on different stuff is to actually tell more behind the scenes kind of stories. Um, but you know, you see them in the weight room, you see them, whatever. And then a lot of the teams we travel with. Um, so you're, you're on buses, you're on airplanes, you're in hotels. Um, and you get to know all the different athletes, you know, and kind of get to know them personally. And it's, it's kind of fun because you just, you get to know them as people more so than, than, you know, you know, with football, you see them on TV, you see them, you know, you don't really know anything about the guys. You just know that they're football players, but they're all really interesting people. Um, a lot of the guys are doing really cool things academically that you wouldn't expect. Um, like going to class. So they're, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're definitely going to class. Um, things have changed so since it, I went there. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Ronnie Harmon. Anyway, um, so we have a whole team. We have a whole team of people dedicated to make sure they go to class. So, yeah, the athletic department, I guess, has probably grown leaps and bounds since y- you went to school there and I went to school there. Oh yeah, and 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 it's been interesting because you know our we we have our, our mission statement that that we all use, which is when graduate, do it right. Um, and so we're a lot of what I do is trying to focus on those three aspects as far as our marketing goes. Um, so win is obviously we want to win games. It's important that we win games. That's that's kind of what everybody in the world expects out of us. Um, the graduate part is obviously the student athlete part, where you know, I, a couple weekends ago, I spent all day shooting graduation because we, you know, we shot every one of our athletes that walked across the stage. We tried to get a photo of. Wow! Um, wow. And, I'm impressed. And then, do, and then the do it right part is all the community service stuff. Um, the football team does. I can't. Uh, Chicken State Ijiaze, who's our uh, director of player development, 
told me one time that last year they did something like 1,500 hours of community service as a team. Um, so not, we're trying not, to tell some of those stories. That was... <laughs> no, that's, that's just, that's, that is straight volunteer work. Okay, um, just check it. And, and a, lot of the, a lot of those guys do that on their own time. They go to visit kids in the hospital or things like that um, because they genuinely enjoy doing that. So, you know, it's, like I said, it's getting to know the people and kind of some of the the inside stuff as, a part, as opposed to just seeing them as athletes makes it even more fun to be around and to go to the games and things like that. Now, you and I spent a lot of time walking around the John Deere Classic while you were with Cedar Rapids following Zach Johnson and whatnot, and we talked a lot about the state of, of photojournalism. Um, your jump from from uh, being a staff photographer or a, you know, a leader in a, a leadership role at a, newspaper, at a daily newspaper to, um, I would guess, be a more stable um, job with the university, uh, though it sounds like you're probably working harder now but enjoying it. Would I say, are you enjoying it more even though you're probably working more? Um, yes and no. I mean, it- I, I, I always loved seeing the journalism. I always loved working in the newspaper. Um, and and I love doing a lot of the things that, that so, you know, the spot news, chasing chasing storms, you know, going to house fires, things like that. The exciting stuff, I really I really like doing. And then going to court cases and things like that were always really interesting. And I thought I was really going to miss all of that kind of action. But it's I traded it for something that's just as, just as much action as different. Mm. Um, so I would, you know, I wouldn't say that, that, uh, that, that, that I enjoy this job so much more than being in journalism, um, because they both have kind of their, their highs, you know, the, you, and, and a lot of what I do now is what I was doing for the paper. So it's, it's very similar in a lot of ways. Um, but there's new challenges here, obviously, um, being that they never had a photographer before, I, I kind of came in and we basically had to start from scratch, which is equipment, organization. How do we how do we store images? How do we how do we archive and make images useful and searchable to people? How do you do? How, what is? It, can you give us a thumbnail sketch of what your storage system is? Basically, what we what we've done is uh, we've started to use Photo Shelter, which is a, a third party um, system that's all rights managed. It's all online and in the cloud. Um, so as I you know, I, I still do my images very journalistically, whereas I write captions for everything, so there's all the metadata that goes along with everything. It gets uploaded to Photo Shelter, and then as I create users, um, be it the SITs or the coaches or whoever the end users that I have determined need access to it, they can go in and, and search for players by name or by sport or by game. Um, so that's kind of been like baby is, is launching that and trying to figure out how to, because what they were doing before was they just had a shared folder on a shared server somewhere and it was just kind of willy nilly. There was just a folder full of images and it was kind of hard to find anything. And that's been my main goal is making the stuff more useful, um, because you want it to be useful to your, to your end <laughs> users, I guess. So what's your favorite sport um, to shoot? Is it still football? You know, I I find that that I, there's there's unique things about each one. Um, so I love I love football because it's the big time atmosphere. You know, you're in Kinnick Stadium, it's full of people. You, you, you kind of 
and, and, I've, and it's weird because I've always felt this way even when I was working for the paper. You, you walk out of the tunnel and you feel like everybody's kind of there cheering for you. It's weird. But there's just so many people there that, you know, you, it's such a big-time environment. So football's fun, but each, each of the other sports has their unique challenges and fun things about them. And, and really, the, the other thing is the people that are here, um, the coaches, the athletes, whatever, they're all really, really fantastic people. I haven't run into anybody that, that's been, you know, difficult to work with. So it's fun to be around them because now they're friends. So going to each different sport or, or working with each different team has been, you know, a new and exciting challenge, but um, it's fun at the same time. So I, I, I can't really say that I have a favorite. I mean, it, it just kind of depends on who's doing well, who's making the best images at any given point is really the, you know, I, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of good pictures. So whoever's whoever's doing well and allowing me to make good pictures, that's who I'm a fan of at that point. Do you guys got anything? I did have something. And what then, was it? And then you forgot. I did. I was too intent on listening you to the answer. You too much thinking about you your know, lunch, which made us late yeah. to do this, by the way. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, B-Ray, I was curious, you you being the first of your kind here uh, at the level, do you, are you finding yourself, are you having to, like, kind of educate administration as you go along, be it uh, the backup uh, system or even, like, equipment needs and things like that? A little bit. Um They've, they've been really receptive to everything that I've proposed and have been, um, you know, and, and, you know, I've had to justify my expenses, basically, because, you know, having a photographer starting a, a, a photography position, the, the upfront cost can be a little bit daunting sure. when you're talking about professional equipment, um, long, you know, long lenses, you know, things, you know, that can be ten, twelve thousand $12,000, you know, for a lens. Um having to justify, you know, why we need that. But they've been really receptive and I think and I think they're kind of getting the idea that this is something that benefits them and it's benefiting um, our mission as a whole. Um, so I really haven't had to do too much of that other than, you know, it's basically, you know, if you went to your boss and said, you know, I've got to spend $12,000 to get this lens, this is why. You know, my, my boss is totally down with that. By the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the, I just ordered you something for twelve thousand dollars. Um, I'm sure that, that the people that are listening to us, if anybody's listening to us, we're now on iTunes. By the way, we'll mention that later. But we're um, are interested in what gear you use. What kind of gear do you use? I, like I know what kind of gear you use, and I'm jealous. Yeah. But yeah. you tell everybody else. I've always been a Canon shooter, so I have I have all Canon equipment. Um, my personal equipment, my personal equipment is Canon gear, and then the uh, and the university has Canon gear. So personally, I have I have a Canon 5D Mark III um, and a few assorted lenses. And then when I when I got the job here, I made the commitment and I purchased myself a 600 f4. Which what? <laughs> and do you have an assistant to carry it yeah. for you? <laughs> No, no. I actually for football, I'll, I'll take I'll take the uh, the six hundred and a two hundred to four hundred. Um, I'll carry both those on the sidelines. So it's a you, you feel like a pack mule a little bit. He's down um, there in the weight room with the football team, lifting mm-hmm. weights so he can carry his gear. Yeah. <laughs> go see the trainer after the game, and you know, hey, you gonna have ibuprofen because my back hurts. Yeah. Um, but and then and then the university has uh, graciously purchased two one DX. Uh, Canon 1DX bodies, um, and then all the assorted lenses, including the new Canon 200-400 F4 um, that uh, that I use for various stuff. 
Uh, and then we have, you know, Harbor has a whole studio light system in the rafters that we use for, for photos um, and the sort of other little goodies that we've purchased for various projects. So, you know, my, my current my current baby that I'm working on is a virtual tour of the new football complex. So oh, we've very purchased cool. a few things, cool. and I'm trying to put together a, uh, a virtual tour of the new building that they can use for recruiting or that they can post so the public can see the, the inside of the new space because there really hasn't been a public tour of that building yet. Um, so we're, we're trying to develop some sort of virtual tour, and that's kind of been my little baby. Well, I'm going to be interested in I'm interested to see how my seat license money is being spent. <laughs> it, it is a it is a beautiful building. It, it is really really nice in there. Good. Um, and hopefully and hopefully it will translate to more victories because uh, where, where they were before was uh, it was workable but it wasn't ideal. And now and now they have a, a pretty wonderful facility. So hopefully they uh, they're able to translate that into uh, more victories because that's you know. That's, that's the, the first part of our motto is, is win. You know, we want, we want to win games. That's 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 the goal that we're all, even those of us in you know sports info, the photographer, whatever. Our goal is to to provide an atmosphere or a whatever that helps the teams win. That's our, you know, we we're all part of trying to do something to help them win. Whatever it is, we can do. So, if you were, if you had to advise, um, let's say maybe we have a young up-and-coming uh, photographer who who wants to know more about sports photography, and since that's your job, um, what is the a couple, two, three th- must-do advice things that you would give, you know, a kid or an intern or somebody who just wants to break into the business and loves sports photography? What are the, What are some of the tips that you would give them? First would be to shoot, shoot, and then shoot some more. Um, just you gotta you gotta own the skills. It's it's practice. You gotta you gotta find a way to shoot. Um, you're not you're not gonna walk into Sports Illustrated. You're not gonna walk into a a good newspaper job or a magazine, whatever. You know you're gonna start you're gonna start somewhere, and that's that's probably gonna be you know working for yourself, trying to build a portfolio, um, honing your skills so that you have a portfolio that you can show to somebody to get an internship or a job. Um, and it's not going to be you know, the best job in the world, you're going to have to work your way up because this, you know, industry is, there's there's not as many jobs as there are people who want to do it. Um, and then as far as, you know, other things you can, you know, I, I was always amazed how many of the high school photographers would just completely ignore me at, at football games and things like that. Whereas I would, you know, I, I, I job shadowed Larry Fisher for a day from the Quad City Times when I and, was in high school. And you didn't and, and you didn't get out of the business? Right there. Didn't get out of the business. <laughs> Spent five minutes with Larry, Larry Fisher, I'd quit. <laughs> You're kidding, Larry. I know Larry's oh. not listening. Larry can't operate his computer since he's retired. All he does is fish. That's right. He's probably out fishing. I know, yeah. yeah. Well, he's probably drinking a margarita right now, but he was fishing yeah. this morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember but, you but, when you were a kid, kid photographer coming to the, the, when the IY was first built and I don't remember what you were here for, but that was the first time I met you. I don't know if you were covering a high school game for Davenport central or you were, you were, I don't remember why I was there. Maybe Janet Jackson. No, I don't remember. I would have remembered yeah, something yeah. flying out. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> So, I, I don't shot. know, but 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it was a sporting I, event. You know, but anyway, sporting event. I, I'm not sure. But but I would tell people to utilize you guys. You know, if, if you're if you're a, if you're a young high school photographer or whatever, and and you're at games, you know, make, talk to the local photographers. Um, don't don't be overbearing and annoying because you can get annoying really real quick. Um, but don't but don't have, but don't hesitate to uh, don't don't hesitate to utilize that resource and, and and make those connections. You get a lot of a lot of moving around in this business and moving up in this business isn't. Is you know the quality of your pictures and who you know. It's like any business; you have to you have to know people to kind of move around and move up. And, and so you know, really start working on your relationships with people because it's very very important. That's mm-hmm. a that's a really good piece mm-hmm. of advice. I, yeah. I, for for instance, people who've listened to some of the podcasts have had Meg McLaughlin, our current intern, and Meg is one of the. I think she might be the first in all the years I've been here of local kids, college kids who had enough stick to to just, she was relentless to get my attention without being annoying. And mm-hmm. yeah. when we hired her for her first freelance gig, her pictures now, it's unbelievable the growth in six months between when we hired her for her first freelance gig. I had never guessed in a million years we'd be sending her to state softball and expecting yeah. good images from it, but she's just a natural. But she mm-hmm. needed coaching, and she's gotten coaching, but she went out and was you know, mildly aggressive without being annoying, just like you mm-hmm. mentioned. And you know, she's downstairs right now uh, listening to the scanner while we up here and play in the studio. And she, she's, she's one. She's asking 100 questions a minute, man. I mean, it's, it's nonstop. She, she's, she's here to learn. She, she wants to know a, it all. She yeah, she's a machine all. gun of questions. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, and that's something that, that we all respect as, as, as you know, professionals, whatever in the business, is, is trying to, you know, I, I feel like it's partially my responsibility to, to help bring up the next group and, and to help, you know, teach the young kids, which is why we're also, we're also in the process. We haven't gotten there yet. But we're trying to have a couple student positions that that will work with me and with Darren Miller, who's my boss. He's the director of new media here. Um, you know, a couple students that we can bring in and start to groom and shoot games and and, and work with us in, in a way you know that, that people can learn um, what it's like to work in this environment. Because right now we don't have an internship program. We don't have any kind of system like that. And so we're, we're working on doing some of that. But you know. Uh, right now, the the two people that we've had that are kind of sort of working with us are basically here because they know one of us, um, and so we're kind of bringing them along as test to see how we would do it in the future. Um, but but really, that's you know use the resources that you can at your disposal. You know, study online. You know, read read stuff. Of, you know, technical stuff and whatnot. And anymore. Um, the multimedia component is just as important as being able to shoot still images. Um, you know, I know you guys do a lot of multimedia stuff. I don't do as much now as I used to um, working with uh, the Gazette KCRG because we have a dedicated team here that does all of our video. And really, I don't I don't have to shoot video. I, it, there's not much for me to do in that respect. Um, but that multimedia component is really, really important. Um and so make sure that you're cross-training and learning, learning coding, learning website, learning multimedia, learning still photography, because it just makes you that much more valuable to a potential employer. 
Yeah, the cro- I like the term cross training. I'd never thought to mm-hmm. use that one before, but that's a that's a good way of putting it because you, if you, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. I I can't I can't agree with him more. He said it too yep. perfectly, but mm-hmm. because the if you don't know the, the if you the more skill you have, the more valuable you are. It's just as simple as that for young photographers who are listening. If you, you know, if you want to work at the Trib. You better know about a gazillion things. And if you want to work here, you're going to need to know those same gazillion things. It's not any different. The building's Mm -hmm. bigger in downtown Chicago, but the stuff you need to know is exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Yep. And and at the the end, you have to provide some sort of usefulness to whoever's paying you. Um, You know, you mentioned you'd like to see where your seat license money is going. You know, I'm I'm very cognizant of the fact that that my salary is paid by people like you. (laughs) You know, people who are generous enough to to buy tickets, to pay the seat licenses, to donate to the athletic department. So, so the equipment that I have is because of you and people like you. Um, you know, the my paycheck comes from that. You know, so so trying to provide some sort of usefulness back to you, whether it be great images, you know, on our website or you know a, a really cool poster that you can hang up in you know in your den or whatever. You know, that's my job is to is to return that to you in some way. What's your favorite poster? Kind of, Go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted. My you. favorite poster? Well, yeah, I interrupted your end of your answer rudely, but what's oh, the okay. because you go into the hawk shop and there are, uh, you know, tons of posters and Brian does these. You know, when they have um, card night, what do they call it when they put everybody holds it's up the card? Called a card stunt. A card stunt. So they do these card stunts, but Brian's job is to photograph the stadium when the card stunt is going on, if it works. Sometimes, last year, one didn't really work, but they... they, uh, they could have used a few more people in the stadium for last year. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Um, I was there uh, holding up my card. But um, that, to photograph these things so that they can go, you know, be printed and people put them in their den. Is there one of those that you know, maybe the flyover or something that was your favorite? Oh, um, the one, the one of mine that, that really has been out there a lot was the, uh, it was the black and gold spirit game, the first black and gold spirit game where they, where we striped the stadium black and gold based on sections. Um, and that was turned into a poster. Um, that was when I was at the Gazette. They licensed that photo to some company. I don't know. And they turned it into a poster, and I see that photo everywhere. Those posters, those posters hang in every business around here. You see it all the time. Um, you so wa- are was, you walking around town one. with a pen signing them? No, no. <laughs> you I, should. I, I, I am perfectly happy to be anonymous. I, I I don't mind the fact that nobody knows who I am. That, there you go. That is perfect. That is perfectly okay. Well, that's why um, they can't show up in your front yard when they don't like your pictures. I don't. Who took that picture? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So where can people find like I know that people uh I know you gotta go pick up the kids here uh pretty soon. Um where can people find your stuff? Um it is our our website is hawkeyesports dot com. Um and that is that is our, our main website for all of Hawkeye Sports. Um there's also uh the Iowa at the uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes on Facebook. Um, and the Iowa Hawkeyes on Instagram. So it's at the Iowa, at the Iowa Hawkeyes. I think is, if you're uh, not even an Iowa fan, listening to or go, following Brian's the the, yeah. the Hawkeye feed on Instagram is worth the the price of admission, which is free, but it's still really worth <laughs> it. 
um, because the, I'm always, I'm like, oh, that was a good idea. You know, I mean, I, yeah. you know, there's a lot of thievery in this business. And so you're like, oh, that's oh, a yeah. really good angle. That's, I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't shoot as much sports as these guys do now, but, um, but no, you're, the, the people who are listening, I hope they realize, and I hope they go and look at your stuff because you are just damn good at your job. Well, I, pre- I appreciate that. I, I, I try hard. That's, uh, that's about all I can say for myself is I work hard and I try hard and, and I genuinely care about what I do. Um, so in the, in the end, hopefully that, that translates to good pictures and that's, cause that's the ultimate goal is to make, is to make good photos. Cool. Um, and, and, and to tell stories. So that's, you know, I, I, I try hard at that and, and it, it makes me happy when, when people as talented as you, um, appreciate the work and, uh, and enjoy what I'm doing. Um, and it is definitely a business of thievery. I, I, if you look the, the Iowa Hawkeyes Instagram is basically my baby. I'm the only one that really does anything with it. Um, and if you look and you'll see that, that that account follows, you know, the Dodgers, uh, the Boston Red Sox. It even follows, you know, some other schools um, just to see what other people are doing. Um, because you never know who's going to come up with the next great idea that you might be able to uh, to build upon and do something uh, do something yourself with. So it's uh, it's fun to see what other people are doing. Cool. Yeah. You, you know, you're our first, I, did I, I mentioned at the beginning, you're our first telephone guest. You're that friend, oh, really? you're the friend yeah. of the, you're the friend of the program. You're number one. <laughs> this means when you come in for the John Deere Classic, we have to get you some kind of talking picture t-shirt. Welvert's well, nodding. I'm always he's, out for a free t-shirt. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so is Welvert over here, the Belgian in the corner, <laughs> always looking for a handout. Anyway. All right. Well, well Brian. I, uh, I had not I had not had a chance to listen to your podcast yet. I've been meaning to do it. I did. I listened to a few of the episodes today, and you guys are doing a fantastic job. Uh, and I look forward to listening to more of these in the future because it's a great idea and it's fun to it's fun to listen to other people talk about the industry and uh, and talk pictures and get everybody's insight. So I think you guys are you're doing a great job and you should keep it up. Cool. Well, spread awesome. the word. Tell people to subscribe. They don't even have to listen. We just want lots of numbers. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you All right, I will do that. <laughs> All right, man. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put you on hold real quick and then. Uh... All right, guys. Uh, I'm Todd Meisner. I'm Todd Wilbert. I'm Paul Coletti. Thanks to Brian Ray. And we're going to see you next week for another Talking Pictures. And hopefully, oh, no, I know we already know who our guest is. Our oh. te- Well, if I say it now and she backs out, then we look bad. <laughs> but anyway, we've got a big special guest uh, from the city of Chicago. Used to work here. Uh, that could fill a lot of blanks. So mm. in case that one person falls through, we've got, <laughs> we've got else. back. <laughs> The Talking Pictures Podcast is a production of The Dispatch, The Rock Island Argus, and QCOnline.com. To see some of the photos and videos discussed in our podcast, be sure to go to QCOnline.com slash multimedia. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod at www.incomputech.com. Talking Pictures is produced by Todd Meisner, Paul Coletti, and Todd Walvert. Thanks to Laura Anderson Shaw, Meg McLaughlin, Laura Frames, and Randy Fisk. Make sure you subscribe to Talking Pictures on iTunes.